Salam. Welcome to season two of The Conversation Piece. Here we go. How are diamonds formed? Under high pressure and temperature. And they bond together to start forming crystals. Well, when Cece and I talk, we always bring the heat. By adding in a new voice, one male and unique, added another dimension to our talks and the conversations with Kevin, one who doesn't hold back, crystallized at the right moment. Thus, Black Diamonds was born. Now, we don't all agree on everything, and that's fine, but our focus is the same. Enlighten with knowledge, uplift with unity, strategize with purpose, and we can change some things. The conversations we have are civil, we're adults, and we act like it for the most part. Part of the reason why some people can't engage in simple talk is because everyone thinks their view is right. Everyone has their own echo chamber and can't or won't hear an opposing side or viewpoint, especially with politics. But we all have two ears and one mouth, which means we should do twice as much listening as we do talking. You learn more by listening anyways. See, the creator knew what he was doing. Those of you wondering how Black Diamonds came about, well, here it is. Anyway, I really, really, really enjoyed like talking with y'all and I feel like we do this on a regular and just like have our topics ahead of time and uh, we can change something. We can, we can share some, provide insight for those right. that's looking for light. True. Well, maybe it's like a weekly or monthly thing. A weekly thing. Ain't got nothing to do. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> That's fine. I'm a, and you know me. I, I'm for your podcast. This for your podcast. So you talking about YouTube? Oh, okay. We can blend it. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Because we still well, gotta yeah. work on our channel. So that's why. I, yeah, we can and we can all do that too. It'll be dope to have a male perspective. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, a male perspective on things, and we can go deep on it. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can go deep on it. Ain't no ganging up on people though, man. But we ganging up on me because no, no, no. We wouldn't. No, we wouldn't do that. Just I, I like I like your perspective. I feel like all of us are coming from unique places, and merging that together. I mean, it can't be none but fire. And speaking of fire, before we get into the episode, here's a sample of what you can expect from the Black Diamonds. Because I just for some reason that damn song "Wop" came through my mind. I was just like. Ugh. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I can't with that. I can't. Music alone. Oh my goodness. That's the thing about it, though, Killer, because when we was 13 or 14, who we listened to, was listening to, listening to, but who was out? <laughs> you know, they like, what you call it? It was like, you know, we had two live crew. We, we so oh, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? But it's like, I guess it's just different to hear a, a woman say something like that. Like, Oh, yeah. We can talk. Oh, woman's perspective. Would you okay. add that to the, the yeah. double standard? The double no, no, standard no, 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 no. to the no, no, no. list? <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. It's not a double yes. standard. Yes, and we're not yes. ganging up on you. We're not ganging no. up on you. But no, yes. we're not ganging. <laughs> it's not a double standard. It is not a double standard. It's just, you know, having some cooth about yourself. That's all. It's... 
Have some cool to about yourself. That's all I'm saying. I was saying having some cool to about yourself because I'm just saying, you know, back in the day, I ain't see MC, you know, I ain't see MC Light and Queen Latifah. But then again, I did see Lil' Kim. So you can't equate Lil' Kim and Queen Latifah. Even when yeah. they're rapped about, even when they're rapped about was night and day. But that, but I think I it saying, was where they come from, though. Like as far as where they come from with it. Well, what I was saying was this. I seen like okay. MC Light and Queen Latifah, Salt and Pepper, they weren't really on that sex shit like that. You know, no. you know Salt and Pepper, you know, they had to talk about sex, baby, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? But it wasn't like I don't cook, I don't clean. I just got this and park this in the garage. It wasn't like that. But then you seen you seen yeah. Look Him. You seen Foxy Brown. But even Look Him and Foxy Brown wasn't, they wasn't like they were what they were, but it wasn't like that. It wasn't just playing out wrong. And I like Megan the Stat. I like what whatever. People just be who they are and say what they want to say. But as we compare him, look him and Feisty Brown, it might have been vulgar or, or adult material, but it still had it came from somewhere. It told yeah, a story. Getting, yeah, they was about getting money and stuff like that. There was and you know, I yeah, it was wrong. But yeah. Megan the Stallion them, they just like, look, is you gone or is you ain't? Like, you yeah. know, it's just, and, and, yeah, and it brings back the point of what it's you raunchy. were saying earlier with the agenda. Yeah, it's raunchy. It's like, it's, it's low class. Like, I looked at Lil' Kim and Foxy Brown and them at that time period where it was okay, like getting yeah. money. Ladies and gentlemen, buckle up. All right. Hey, CC. <laughs> CC, I didn't want to interrupt. I know a girl. He going there already. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt. Hi, Kevin. How you doing, ma'am? I'm well in yourself. All right, all right. Yeah. So what's up? What 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 y'all got going on? Go ahead. I was telling how they did Muhammad Ali. Like uh, society, like you you have a choice of being great and famous and something. You know, having you know money and fame and everything always being remembered or you can stand up for something and not be remembered and not be great or get persecuted you know no matter like i was saying about muhammad ali they beat they beat muhammad ali they beat they i'm telling you they beat the shit out of muhammad ali not the boxers but you know the promoters the people around them for money you know and you can't embarrass the government like that mm. you can't you can't embarrass the government like that not the United States government. You can't embarrass some people like that. What you mean you ain't going to fight? What you mean? Nah, you going against our plans. Mm -hmm. oh, okay, we try to do this to you. We try to take your title from you. You can't box for two years. This, we take all this stuff from you. Black folks at that time stood next to each other. Jim Brown, you know, Will Chamberlain, you know, Bill Russell. Hey man, listen, we can't come right out and, you know, help you, but here go a couple thousand dollars though. You know, mm -hmm. to keep, keep that thing going. And mm -hmm. at the time, I can understand those cats thinking at the time because you know basketball was just like still infantile. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They ain't really had, they ain't had no power. So Muhammad Ali embarrassed the government. The Muhammad, they got the, the government got Muhammad Ali back. Colin Kaepernick embarrassed the NFL. The NFL got Kaepernick got Colin Kaepernick back. Michael Jordan did everything no told him to do in the NBA, and people still buy his shoes today. They gave him a basketball team. You look at the last dance, it was like. Michael Jordan should have said something about the uh, the councilman in North Carolina, you know, came out and, you know, helped the councilman out and stuff like that. And he didn't. And he, you know, he played that ignorant role of, 
well, you know, if I get behind somebody, how is that going to, you know, matter or something like that? Mm-hmm. At the time, we was kids. We didn't, we didn't see that shit like that. You know, like, you know, why they messing with Mike? You know, LeBron do a lot of good things, but LeBron to sit his ass down when the crackers tell him to sit his ass down, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's just like, that's all of them. That's all of them. That's, that's every sportscaster, news anchor, entertainer. That's all of them. They don't want to, yeah. they don't want to, you know, they don't want to stop their money. Then people say, well, would you want to stop your money? Hey, man, bro, listen, what is broke? What is rich? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. You know, if you're rich, some people say, well, I'm rich. You got to, you got to do this. I'm wealthy. So what's the difference between rich and wealth? Rich and wealthy. Well, the both. person is saying it. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, oh, I, yeah, the person that's saying it is the difference. And, 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 but I just want to say this because we talk, I, I'm listening because I don't know a lot, a lot, especially about sports, but or any sport really. Um, and it's funny because I was listening because I, these names sound familiar and I'm familiar with the game, mm-hmm. but. When you just said uh-huh. that, let me know right now. I ain't wrong because the reason why I never got into sports because I felt like like it's that's another that's a puppeteering event. It's a listen. Sl- sports is a form of slavery, right? But, that, that's what I feel. That's why I never part. I never ever got. I don't even look at sports. Sports is a form of slavery. But on the other hand, it is. On the other hand, sports. Team sports is one of the greatest microcosms for life, too, at the, on the same time. Because it's raw talent. Do you know what I'm saying? That's like these people out there on the field and on these courts. That's raw ability. And I understand that. I just never got into it. Nope, I never got into the, it. It's not about the ability. Like, when I say it's a microcosm for, like, society, it's uh-huh. like this. I played semi-pro football in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And I played with, you know, in Scranton, Pennsylvania. So... Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's a little bit smaller than the, it's a lot smaller than the Fort Myers. So we had, I say the team was probably majority white boys, white dudes, and you know, some black dudes. So we played well with each other. But it was one game in particular we was going to play. You remember that movie, um, uh, Lean On Me with, by Joe Carter? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. well, we went to play at that high school. Oh, wow. Yeah, you saying, wow, wow, my ass. Tell <laughs> 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 you. You're talking about Joe Carter, this and Joe. I'm like, oh, see, you know, I seen the movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's like, I want to see this. You know what I'm saying? I want to see how it was up, Jordan. See what the high school looked like and everything. We pulling up to this high school first before we even get to the damn school. We go through a, a neighborhood that is, and you know what? But the neighborhood we pulled up in, man, goodness gracious, they weren't lying in that movie. How can you succeed in an environment like that? That's deep. How can you succeed in an environment like that? I'm I'm saying it now because I'm just telling y'all the story about how you know how rough it looked, but it looked so rough. I'm talking about it looked worse than what the movie like really portrayed it. You know, you dig I believe that. It was like, okay, so pull up to the school and everything. You get this, I'm looking around, I'm like, oh my goodness. Y'all better not win. Hey, white, hey, seven to seven. You fat, you ain't gonna do nothing. And it's funny, but we told the white boys before we get off the bus, like, listen, we're not gonna beat them with speed. I ain't say this. It was a white. It was a black dude named Brian Jackson from Syracuse. He looked at all the white dudes on the team and said, "You know, this is the one time where we will allow y'all to say the word nigga. We gonna have y'all back." 
Wow. <laughs> Damn. Wow. I started laughing because listen, I started laughing because the first day, like in my mind, I was like, okay. And from a football standpoint, as soon as you call one of these niggas, these dudes niggas, they for the jump off signs that's fifteen more yards. That'd be closer, you know, closer to our goal. You think know what I'm saying? Oh, okay, okay. That's what I'm thinking about it. You know what I mean? The white boy, oh, like, yeah. no, no, we're not going to do that. No, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, because y'all still got to get back to the bus. Oh, we'll be all right. Listen, we told the white boys, we got y'all back. The white boys was like, nope, uh uh, nope, not going to do it. It's funny to see white people, they all agree on the same goddamn thing. Because that shit was, it was like unison. Like, uh, what was that, Finding Nemo? We done got changed on the bus, put our cleats on on the bus, put our pads on on the bus. We lost everything on the bus and told the bus driver, listen, be back in two hours. Do not leave this bitch standing nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you come back, bitch, the whole bus will be gone. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, wow. What it is um there's an author charles m blow he has a book out called the devil you know and he's in that book he is um he's actually giving up a proposition of black people saying that black people need to re-migrate back to the south in order to um you know reclaim our power especially our political power so right. um i see especially with white people especially after january 6th insurrection i see the energy around black people starting to shift so let me get y'all both your opinions. Like, do you think that's going to happen? And two, how come how come black people come together and like be you know like rebuild like a like a new Tulsa or something like that, a new uh, Black Wall Street or something like that when we're not a monolith at all? We all want to win. We all want to get to the same place, but we all have different ideas of how to get there. We got to come to some kind of. Un I say okay. First, it's got to be. There's got to be some kind of a, a, a revolution, some kind of, re and not no violent revolution or nothing like that. You know, when you use the word revolution, people get like nervous and everything. You know what I mean? It's got to be, and I say it like, you know, everything to me goes back to sports, and I hate to say it like that, but that's going to make the biggest impact because that's money. You know what I mean? And that's but it's going to take them, bro. It's going to take them, brothers, with that, with that kind of money to, to, uh, to like walk away from their contracts and stuff and be like, well, you know what? I'm here for a bigger purpose. They have to see that. But like you said, the money blinds them and they can't see that. They okay, can't see the bigger picture. See, that's where, I, that's where I was gonna come in. We talking about the bigger picture in order for any change, speaking bigger picture, like lasting permanent change, shift, growth, evolution, however you wanna put it. We must be accountable to self. I don't care how many of us we put together. I don't care how many few. It don't matter where we at. It don't matter on this land, that land, your land, my land. We have got to be accountable for ourselves. In order for that's the bigger that's the that's the primitive picture, and that's the picture at large. That that engulfs it all. It encapsulates it all because if if the group of people that's together are not like accountable for their person, 
You know what I'm saying? And how that person reacts and how that per- we lost Kevin. <laughs> how that how their person reacts and how that person thinks and how their person moves within the society of people that's building, then what are we what are, what's building? Like what you understand what I'm saying? What's really getting done? So it don't it don't really matter in my personal opinion it don't matter where we at we gotta get where we at <laughs> we gotta first claim where we stand you understand what I'm saying and if everybody claim where they stand that will take up far more ground than demographically. You know what I'm saying? Demographically conjuring somewhere and everybody wondering. And everybody, and some people lost. And then some people thought. But then some people know. But then some people, you know what I'm saying? Some people just go with the with the with the punches. So I, that's that is the that is the absolute framework of change, in my opinion. And I feel like strongly about it. <laughs> In my opinion. Get him back. Hold on a second. Okay, yeah, go ahead. All right. The conversation continues. We lose Kevin for a minute, but we get him back. Yeah, because I'm like, when he called for... um a remigration to the south. I'm like, we don't all necessarily have to move back down to the right. south. Man, I understand what he's saying, like, you know, as a voting block, um, you know, like I guess overwhelming numbers or whatever, or right, because or like, the south mentality, like taking over, like, because everybody don't ain't like that. Like, you know what I mean, I guess. But mentality, I mean, if we gather our power, if we gather our individual power. Mm-hmm. And and press forward. We are we already won. We already won. I won. You won. You won. They won. We won. Winning is a mentality. It's not a destination or even a process in getting anywhere. You people still can win and still lose every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you want to look at it like that, it's not a destination. It's not an achievement. It's a mentality. You know. And so, welcome back. <laughs> well, difficulties. I apologize. That's all right. Hey, you know another thing I believe black folks got to change to our thinking and our mentality. That, that's what I was she just said that. About. She just said that. That's exactly. No, that's what. That's yeah. Like that's that's like straight up. I was saying when you were gone. Just I'm gonna. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna let you speak. I already spoke, but. I, what I was saying was, people people talk about that demographic change, go to the class south, all that, all that other stuff that they're talking about. But until permanent change don't happen, until everybody become accountable accountable for themselves, for how we how, how if I'm accountable to how I think and how I move within this within within myself around in my own community in this in the building in this society and everybody around me felt that same energy and did the same thing that's change already mm-hmm. that's change okay. the wind like it's not yeah I, yeah like we all we all won 
We just got to realize we won. Because as soon as you realize you won, you won. How you? Who going to tell you you ain't winning if you winning, if you already won? You, you breathing. You have an opportunity to move. You have an opportunity, whatever. If, you, if we are aware to opportunity, we won. take time for us as black folks to be like to get black people on the same page you know what i mean yeah it's gonna take time it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot of resources to get the people who really do have good plans to get their voices out there because there's so many other voices and outside forces that's gonna try to stop that everybody knows what one thing america is really scared of america government i even want to put it the world is a unified black america that's what everybody's, you got to think about it. If you spending, if black folks spend, if 15% of your population spending $2.5 trillion in a year, damn, that's a lot of damn money. That's Wakanda. Okay. <laughs> okay. Straight up. Outfits and all. Outfits and all. Mm -hmm. That's Wakanda. But now you look, if I tell you that 15% only got Less than zero point zero 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 one percent of that mm. money they spent came back to the community. Mm. Oh, nigga, you got Detroit, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you dig okay. what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. damn. <laughs> yeah. How do we get these black social scientists? How do we get to build up the, the black community to get this money to come start flowing back into the black community so we can stop this uh, the, this gentrification bullshit. So we can get back that pisses our, me know, off. Our, our landmarks and do our thing. Right. But see, now here's the thing about it. Why not reclaim the South? Why hey, not reclaim if the that's South? where you at, we have to reclaim where we at first before listen, we can listen. reclaim anything. My thinking is this. Most of your historically black colleges are where? In the mm -hmm. South, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So most of your historically black colleges in the South, you reclaim the South, you get mostly the doctors and the lawyers that's going to these black historically black colleges instead of them going to get a practice over here, you know, in uh, off McGregor, they get it on MLK, they get it back in their community. Now these these uh, political scientists and these people that want to be your, uh, you know, councilmen and 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 and, uh, and politicians and stuff like that, instead of being a Republican or Democrat, be a part of the Black Party. What's the Black Party? The Black Party is for the Black people. Middle class, poor is rich. We don't matter. It's for the black people. This money that's getting allocated, this money that's getting spent, we want our piece of the pie. Tell the truth, saying the devil. That's what everybody always said, right? Always. Now, another stop wearing our emotions on our sleeves. 
First time I ever heard the word niggas, I, the first time I ever heard the word nigga, I was living in the Michigan project. We moved to Lehigh, white boy called me a nigga in the third, wait, in the fourth grade, white boy called me a nigga in the fourth grade. I just looked at him and your mama and went and sat down. <laughs> the teacher called my grandma, I was like, oh, I was so proud of him. He ain't do nothing, he ain't do nothing. My grandma called, my grandma said, you sit down and eat. My grandma was like, your teacher called today. I said, I ain't do nothing. Yeah, Killer, you know how I was a kid. I said, I ain't do nothing. First thing came out my mouth. My grandma said, no, nah, I ain't say you did nothing. Teacher said, white, well, little white boy called you a nigga. And you, and you ain't doing nothing. You just walked away and turned around. My grandma said, I'm proud of you. My granddad said, you just hit him in his shit. <laughs> okay. You dig what I'm saying? But now you telling me this in the fifth, in the fourth grade. I've been brought up around nothing but black folks. You know what I mean? A nigga ain't nothing but a word to me. I don't get that. I don't get that no power. Right. But, you know what I mean? You, it's the things that we give power to. Right. We give power to bullshit. Right. Yeah. We give we give power to being sidetracked by bullshit, by the music and everything else. We get sidetracked by that. Yeah. We get sidetracked by the shit that even like what happened this summer. What happened with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor? You look at Breonna Taylor. This sister was on her way to live her life. You dig what I'm saying? On her way to live her life. She wasn't shaking, she wasn't shaking her ass. She wasn't no Instagram model. She wasn't no, uh, what's that thing they got now? That uh, that uh, private room crap they got, that just for me, whatever that crap they got now. You know what they- Only fans. Fans oh. only, that fans only. She wasn't none of that. She was being, she was going to school to be a paramedic, an EMT to help people. You dig what I'm saying? And that's something we should get behind. Not to say George Floyd was nothing to get behind. Not to say Aubrey wasn't nothing to get behind. Grandma and my grandfather always told me, I'm complaining about how the child support system is. I'm complaining about how the justice system is, how it's unfair. Well, if you don't like a game that's unfair, what do you do? You don't play the game. You don't do what's going to put your ass in jail. It's going to put you That part. Now, I firmly believe that right now. Like, that. honestly, you just said something because... I'm a, because that's real. I don't deal with bullshit at all because I know me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got time to be dealing with them. I ain't got time for nobody to be knocking on my door. I ain't got time to be going to jail. I ain't got time to be cutting somebody, slitting somebody's shit. I ain't got none of that because that's why I don't deal with bullshit. So your grandma said something. She said exactly. something now. Exactly. Don't be around it. So it's like, okay, if you know all of that, why you mm -hmm. all, why, why should I get behind a free my dog? Free my dog. Free my dog. I'm not finna get behind that, but I'm not finna push that agenda, bro. No, because your dog ain't had no business robbing the stove. Exactly. <laughs> or whatever the case may have been. So now, now it goes back to responsibility of black people as a whole, the accountability of black people as a whole. It goes back to being accountable as a black community as old. To we got to be accountable as as yeah. a person, and okay. we got to push that though. We got to yeah. like we got to instill like how th the three of us know that you know okay. what I mean. But, but we got to. See, it, it's like a what you call it. It's like a it's like a a, a trickle down effect. Once a person is accountable and hold itself accountable for what the rights and the the, good, the, the wrongs and the rights that they do in their life, and they can you know go on from that. They can build from that. Now, you put that into the community. The community do that. Now the community put that into the, into the youth, and the youth do that. It's a trickle-down effect. Once you be accountable for yourself and everything else, it's like, you know what? We're not going to sit here and make no excuses talking about there's no jobs here. We're going to try to create some jobs. We got these that kind of people part. that do real, and we're going to do our, our own part. When That's what, you know, if we got if we got 30 black billionaires, we got out of 15% of the, of the black population, 
you say probably like 1% is millionaires and, and out of that 1%, probably uh, 0.5 of that is probably billionaires or whatever. We ain't mm-hmm. asking for y'all for no handouts. We ain't asking mm-hmm. no, a black person is not asking nobody for no handouts. Mm-mm. That's a misconception. We're asking for your hand up. Just level the playing field. If you ain't gonna level the playing field, give me the opportunity so I can I can level the playing field my damn self. Because in that all part. actuality, in all actuality, I really don't want your help to level the playing field because Cause you, you are not cause your help ain't gonna, gonna do me no good, no way. Your exactly. help ain't gonna do me no good. So are you arguing? So are you arguing against reparations? What I said? What now? I mean, so not that we'll ever, not that we'll ever get it, but okay, would you argue against reparations for black people? Hell no, I ain't against reparations for black people. <laughs> I don't feel the same. But listen, but listen, but listen, but listen, but this, this is how I feel about it though. Before black folks get reparations, mm-hmm. I believe it should be a ground root cause. Black folks that's on foot in the community. None of them rappers or nothing like that because they got another agenda. I want real black folks, real black Americans, trace their roots from here to America. If it's, if it's a black, if it's an owner of a black bank, all y'all get together, we make one big black bank. Oh, I want to eat. I want to eat, man. It ain't about you just eating. It's about everybody eating. Right. If it's we, a legacy of eating. But if your grandma was born here, your great-grandma was born, your great-great-grandma was born here, if they got from slave ships, you get a check. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. You know, the, yes. one, the, the Revolutionary War, the uh, the Civil War. All that. 12, uh, Spanish, World War One, World War Two, Korea, uh, Vietnam, uh, uh, you know, Kuwait, wherever, wherever water sacrifice, was, sacrifice built sacrifice. anything in America. Okay, you, you, you gonna get one, your people gonna get one, but this is what we're gonna do with these checks. Yeah, we're gonna put these checks in the black bank. It ain't got nothing to do with the American government money, it ain't got nothing to do with nobody else's money but our money. This is our money, and this is what we're gonna do with it. We're gonna take these reparations and we're gonna flood our community. We're gonna buy up some land around our community and get some farms. So guess what? Now we ain't gotta go to public. We ain't gotta go to Walmart. We can go to right. Hey, we go to the community grocery store, the community plaza. Well, how we gonna what we gonna, what we gonna raise on the farms? Enough crops, enough food. What we gonna sell it to? The community grocery store, to the schools. It should be a quality life center in every neighborhood from Pre-K all the way up to 12th grade. Mm-hmm. That's how you get real change. You yep. get real change with money. But you got to have enough people to, to have that money. And that's like I was saying before, you got so many outside forces going to see this and be like, hear somebody like us talking about this right and be like, hey, hold on. We like what y'all are saying, but can we get in with y'all with this? It's like, no, we don't want you. But why y'all don't want our help? Why y'all? Well, then they're going to start branding you. If you don't want to be a part of the game, you don't play, you create your, you create your own game. If you yeah. go to the basketball court and you don't get picked, but they want to play with your ball, no, either I'm playing or I'm taking my ball and I'm going home. <laughs> That's the part. When the system fails you, there was a show I watched uh, uh, with Michael 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 Williams, the one yeah, with the, Omar, Omar mm-hmm. coming. Yeah, yeah. He, him. He 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 always said he quoted he said this at the beginning of the show. He he um he said when the system fails you, you create your own system. And and huh? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's that what you just said that fit in that. But I was gonna say something else about money. If there's enough 
people or if the call, the cause is coming from pretty much the soul, tell you the truth. So if there's enough people coming with a force as pure as that, the money will come. Money is only a like a, a tool. It's only a measurement. It's only a tool. It don't do nothing. It's just, it, it just... I f- the money is only energy. It's a neutral energy. It just depends hey, on who got it in their hand. Okay, now listen. <clears throat> you break down and you need a tie jack. A tie mm-hmm. jack ain't nothing, but you need a tie jack. Every time you get in your car, you got a spare tie, you got a car jack. Mm-hmm. You don't need it every day. You don't need it. But when you break down, you need it. When you break down... I need a car. You're going to need it. And then that's when, and as your grandma was saying, think about what your circumstances before you get in them. That, mm-hmm. So with, with your insurance that you pay for, it's somebody you can call that's gonna come and change the time. You're right, you're right. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know, you know what you just said though? What? That insurance that you pay for. Uh. <laughs> you that, yeah. You that insurance that you pay for. You dig them? Any way you put it, the money, you're right, the money is a tool. It is it's a tool. a tool. I feel like if enough people with as pure energy as this, what we talking about, like for mm-hmm. real, help, like nah, but for real though, some rare, some bare naked soul type shit, help, mm-hmm. money, 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 well, money, right. money will You're come. Right. It will right. follow. It will fall right into right. where it's supposed to be. You don't want all the money. You don't want all money though. You just want money. No. Yeah. You. We just want money, the money that will push the agenda money. forward. I told you, we're bringing the heat. It's 2021, and while Americans await for Congress to get its act together and decide if they want to pass a COVID relief bill or not, at the tune of 1.9 trillion dollars. A price tag Republicans have the gall to scoff at, but didn't say boo when Trump passed his tax bill, which made rich people even richer. Chew on this. A major bank has put a price tag on how much the economy has lost as a byproduct of discrimination against African Americans. $16 trillion. Raymond J. McGuire quotes, We believe we have a responsibility to address current events and to frame them with an economic lens in order to highlight the real cause of long-time discrimination against minority groups, especially black people, and particularly in the U.S. So go ahead and marinate on that, Republicans. Especially since in almost 40 states, state Republicans are trying to pass legislation to make it even harder for American citizens to vote.
My people, keep your heads up. They can plot and plan all they want to, but remember, God is the best of planners. As long as you stay engaged, stay alert, and prepare, we can counterplan. Remember, democracy is the bedrock of this country. People have died and fought to afford us the right to vote. Don't let them take it away so easily because they don't like who we vote for. Don't let them make it harder because they don't like who we vote for. Remember, to them, this is about power. But I push back again and say, how powerful are you if you're afraid of losing it? There's no one who is all powerful. It's a fleeting thought. It's a fleeting notion. But then again, that's how arrogant mankind is. If we get it in our heads that the only entity that is all powerful is the creator. And the creator himself said, I made you into tribes and nations that you learn how to get along with each other, not to despise each other. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, part one of the Black Diamonds debut. Yay! I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. We are three individuals with three perspectives, but one focus. And with that, I bid you farewell. Until next time. And remember, we start a conversation. Start with peace. Assalamu alaikum.